0: game recap podcast is generously sponsored by Jazby.com, a family financial app jasby has two main missions to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn their financial responsibility Jazby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere grab your phone right now and go to jasby.com that's j-a-s-s-b-y.com to learn more
1: Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of agent Jim Fury, a proud sponsor of your Washington Blue Jays post-game recap podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for a brand new season of post-game recap. I am your host, Mark Feldman, and so excited to be covering a brand new season of Washington Blue Jay football once again. If you're new to post-game recap, first of all, thank you for listening to the podcast, and we appreciate your time listening into the the behind-the-scenes and into the Washington football program. And second, post-game recap is what we're going to do. We're going to get behind the scenes of Washington. Each and every Saturday, we're going to talk to head coach Derek Heflin and talk about the game prior from the night before, as well as look ahead. And before we get started, most importantly, a huge shout-out to sponsor Jim Fury of State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please see Jim Fury for all your State Farm insurance needs and questions. Well, without further ado, let's get started. And last night, it was a slow start for the Washington Blue Jays as they did fall in a week one defeat to the Union Wildcats by a final score of 42 to 21. But I'm so happy and honored to now be joined by head coach Derek Heflin for a second season on Post Game Recap. Coach, thanks for coming on the podcast again, and how are you today? thank you. Appreciate you guys covering our program.
2: Uh, not, not too bad. Not too bad. You know, can't complain.
1: Absolutely. Well, again, we appreciate you taking the time and giving the viewers some insight into the Washington program. I first just want to start off with, with your emotion from week one, obviously you work so hard in the off season. Everything is built out built to this first game while in the weight room on the practice field, just mental reps, physical reps. So what did it feel like to walk back out on the field last night for week one?
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's always great when you get to go back to football. Um, you know, the especially the world we live in with all the craziness. You know, it's uh, it's a it's it's a it's a relief um, and it's an enjoyment and and it makes the the fifty two weeks or fifty one weeks before that where you put in all this
1: time and effort to get this point uh, worth it. As a coach, week one always brings out excitement, nerves. uh, all of the above you see a lot of different things in week one as a coach who's been doing this for a while what do you want to see from your players on the field that makes you realize okay the nerves are gone and they're finally playing the way they've learned all offseason you know
2: it's just effort and excitement is really when you know when you see that and and, you know and see the confidence um and you know and last night we we saw that at times you know we had some kids that they really stepped up and and got into that and and you know we started a lot of new faces last night, which you know, kind of led to some of the issues we had. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's just getting that confidence and getting that experience because you can prepare and lift all the weights you want and play all the JV and freshman football you want. But when you uh, the lights come on on Friday night, it, there's nothing else like it in this world. And, you know, I can explain it to them and tell them what's going to happen. But at
1: the end of the day, you just have to live it and experience it. What did you see from Union that you thought your defense needed to improve on as the game went on and that you can improve on for the rest of the season? Because they had three passing touchdowns in that first half. So what did you see out of the secondary and the defense in whole that you think can use improvement?
2: You know, it it, did, it goes back to what I kind of said before. We, we started uh, five,
1: you know, in our 4 5 All
2: five of those guys had never played a varsity football game before. We played two sophomores out there. Um, you know, so it's just experience. Um, and I think as the game went on, they saw some things. They made some adjustments. They were able to do some things. And it was just, you know, the, the tempo and speed they played with and making sure we're getting our calls and, and doing our job. You know, I think we sometimes got into playing individual football instead of playing team football. And it was just guys trying to make plays and trying a little too hard. You know, we I told them all week, I don't need you to go be the guys that came before you. I need you to go be you. And, and, and play up to your ability and, and don't do more than what you can do. And and there were some times where we had some breakdowns of just guys were, you know, almost playing too hard, um, if that's a thing. But, you know, they were trying to make every play instead of just make the plays they needed to make. Um, and, and there's a lot of things that, you know, after watching the film a couple times did, that are easily fixable um, to put our guys in a position to be successful. And, and as a head coach, you know, the, the, you always say that the biggest – Improvement comes between week one and week two because now they know. Now they, they know what it's like. They know what the speed feels like. They know what, it, what, what the, the emotion feels like. So, you know, I think we'll have a big improvement this week uh, coming up.
1: As a coach, like you mentioned in your 4 defensive system with five guys that are all new to varsity football, Does that almost though give you some confidence that they're so naive to varsity football that while last night did, there were some struggles you could see improvement on the week as the game went on. And now for week one to week two, you're going to be able to teach them and they don't really know anything better besides what you're going to tell them and how to learn to get better on the field.
2: Yeah. You know, and now we have tape, you know, that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing, you know, you, you film practice and you film seven on sevens and you film all the stuff you do all summer and all off season. But you know, actually having tape of, okay, this is why you do this. This is why you do that. This is why this is your read. You know, this is why you have to do it this way. You know, and, and, and it's you learn more from your failures than your successes. And so those guys seeing it and seeing what they did well and why they did well and failing and seeing why they failed, I think gives them, uh, you know, something to build off of. And it, it gives them a kind of a why and a how and it, it, those are things you know we talk about, but you know, our kids are a lot like me. They got to learn things the hard way. And, uh, you know, I think we'll we get, we'll get some things figured out and, and I'm confident we'll, we'll respond and respond well.
1: While your defense did have some struggles, uh, controlling the passing offense, your rushing offense did really well with three rushing touchdowns. What did you see out of your guys, Jason Gould and Devin Deckelman in the rushing attack?
2: You know, uh, really it's a tribute to our offensive line. I thought the five or we actually played with six guys. We rotated the guard spot. Those guys played their tails off last night. We dominated the that part of the line of scrimmage for sure. Um, and, you know, and you're playing in this heat and all the stuff we had to get through to, to get to this point with practice adjustments and different things. You know, I was really pleasantly surprised with the effort those guys played with up front. Um, and, you know, Devin Duckman had a heck of a game. He's I think he wrestled last season at 120 pounds, 124 pounds. So he's about 135 pounds dripping wet. And he ran the ball hard, made some big plays. You know, Jason did some good things. Uh, two, you know, we got some things we need to work on and build with there. And, and then Cam Milheiser had a great game. You know, we had, uh, I think the, the final tally was 493 yards of total offense. So, you know, we were running the ball, doing what we needed to do. Cam, I think, was had close to 175 yards rushing. Devin was right at 100. So, you know, though we had a, had a good attack going. We just can't fumble the ball four times uh, and throw
1: two interceptions. When, you're thr- when you see as a coach, you see the turnovers, the four fumbles and the two interceptions. Is that something where, okay, that was just a week one mistake where it's something that as long as they just know what they're doing, they'll get better? Or is there a tactical aspect and a technical aspect you're going to focus on this week to make sure the ball control is much better?
2: You know, I think it's a more of a just dealing with with uh, mental toughness, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with, you know, as as things get tired and we get hotter and those things and, you know, we're on a, 12-15 play drive. We've got to really focus in and dial in those things, and and make sure that of taking care of the football is of the utmost importance. Um, you know, the, the fumbles are inexcusable. The the interceptions, the one that weren't really a, they made a play. You know, we got we got hit, and the ball came out funky, and they made, they picked it off, and then the second interception. We actually should have caught the ball for a first down and we dropped it. So, you know, it, it's just it, a lot of it, I think, is just mental focus and mental, mental toughness. And, you know, those are things we talk about. But once again, talking about it and doing it are two different things. And, you know, we, we will come back on Monday and, and really hone in
1: on those things. Uh, and those will be our keys this week moving forward. In football, I would be mistaken if I didn't ask about your quarterback. And you mentioned Cam Milheiser a little bit earlier with his rushing attack. But in general, what did you see out of him? Again, we talked about the two interceptions, but he also had a rushing touchdown and really was doing great on the ground. So in general, how would you talk about his performance last night?
2: You know, he played about as good a game as he could. Um, You know, like I said, out of the interceptions weren't his fault. He played, Mm -hmm. he ran the offense and ran it extremely well. He threw it when he needed to throw it. He did some good things. He got the ball where it needed to be, when it needed to be there. And when, you know, his number was called, he, he took advantage of it. You know, he, he played a well, probably his best varsity football game last night um, and, you know, took the team on his back for large parts of the game. Um, you know, it was – and he went down with cramps at the end of the third quarter and it's 28-21 and we're driving. And, you know, that, that kind of put a hamper on some of the play calls because we're – we were to our heat after him. It was our fourth string freshman quarterback. So, you know, and then and, and that kid, and Ryan Castlebaum came in and did a great job. I was really surprised at how well he handled it and, and did a really good job to, to go on that drive. And then, you know, we put the one of our backs, put the ball on the ground again. And that, that stuff's unexcusable. You know, we've got people stepping up, doing their job. And we've got to play together and finish and uh, finish drives. And, you know, the way we were playing defensively, we were struggling a little bit. and Our offense was our best defense.
1: And we got to not shoot ourselves in the foot. What does it do for you as a coach when you're able to plug in a guy like Ryan, who obviously hasn't played varsity football before, but in that moment to come in in a huge week, one game, what does that do for you as confidence for a coach? And then more importantly, confidence for him as he goes forward in his career at Washington.
2: Oh, you know, you know it was a great experience. You know, he's, in my this is my sixth year he is the second freshman we played and the other ones uh got a couple offers from some d1 schools and is a is an absolute freak um and trevor board but you know it, it, it was nice to see him come out there and have success and and you know we, we had talked all week because we knew he was going to be have to be the guy if something happened to cam and the way cam runs and with the heat and stuff that you know it was a pretty good chance something might happen that we were gonna have a small package of stuff and just relax and, and believe in yourself, and believe in the guys around you, and we'll be successful.
1: And, and he went out there and did a good job. As we look ahead to week two, and you guys look for your first one of the season, you guys travel to play Pacific. What's that matchup gonna entail? And what do you think your guys are going to have to do this week to get the W?
2: You know, Pacific's a, a much improved program from last year. You know, as the season went on last year, they got better and better. Um, they've got a great coach, and the, you can tell they've they've made a great effort in the weight room and their off season program. Uh, and they play really hard, um, and they're coming off a big win of. They I think today they I heard that they hadn't beat uh, the other the private school in town since 1995. So so you know they're going to be running high. We've just got to get back and focus on us and do what we do and play Blue Jay football and not get in our own way. Um, you know I told our kids last night, the only defense that can stop us are the guys in this room. The, the defense on the field can't stop you. Um, and that was, <laughs> unfortunately, that lived to be true. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just eliminate those little things, um, work, work to find some depth so we can get some guys some breaks so we're not playing so much. Uh, and, you know, uh, we played this week without uh, Trevor Bohr who was an all-state uh, football player last year as a sophomore and has a couple offers. Um, and our other all-district three technique, who was the finished second in the state in heavyweight wrestling, Uh, Gavin Holtmeyer, so for two big holes that we we had to play without, but, you know, those are excuses guys that did the job and we needed to to finish the job Uh, I think we might there's a good chance we'll have Trevor back this week, so that'll greatly improve our defense and our run defense Um, and then, you know, just get those guys in the secondary a little more confidence, and I think confidence comes with experience and having that one game under their belt is
1: going to make a big difference Quickly, you mentioned that Trevor could possibly play next week. What about Gavin? Any update or status on him? Uh, Gavin had a, a medical procedure
2: done this summer, and uh, I think right now we're, you know, just depending on how his recovery works, he should be back uh, mid mid season. I can't give you a for sure for sure date. You know, he's starting to to run and ride the bike and do some things to get some cardio up, and you know, he's. I think he goes back to the doctor Thursday to get a for sure timeline. Um, but I think the, the original, original diagnosis was about six to eight. Uh, so we're, I think, about uh, four weeks in. Um, so hopefully sooner than later. Uh, but, you know, that those two guys make a big, 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 big difference on our defense.
1: Well, Coach, I appreciate you taking the time. While the result might have not been what Washington wanted last night, the season is off and running. Football's back, which is always a great thing, and you guys will have a chance to get a win next week at Pacific. And, again, a huge thank you for our sponsor, Jim Fury, and State Farm. Thank you so much. Please go see Jim for all your State Farm insurance needs and questions. Well, Coach Heflin, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and uh, really giving some great insight into the program from last night. Thank you. Appreciate y'all covering us and all y'all do for us. Absolutely. Well, for the first time this year, for Coach Heflin, I'm Mark Feldman saying so long and have a great day.
0: Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, Jazby.com for sponsoring this podcast. Parents, you need this app to make your life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to Jazby.com to set up your free family account today. That is J-A-S-S-B-Y.com.
1: As you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that agent Jim Fury has chosen to sponsor your Washington Blue Jays post-game recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.